It's time for Letter to Hong Kong with Labour Party legislator Fernando Chung. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Poi Lam, Carrie Lam is three months late when she finally calls for a complete withdrawal of the extradition bill. In her own words, quote, Hong Kong has been turned upside down unquote, during this time, and that she has, quote, caused this huge havoc to Hong Kong is unforgivable. It's just unforgivable. And unquote. Millions of people took to the streets numerous times, and thousands of protesters and citizens have suffered physical and psychological injuries as a result of countless confrontations between the police and protesters all over the territory. At least nine lives were lost by suicides of young people out of total desperation. More than a thousand people have been arrested, including more than a dozen social workers and many first aiders. Too many reporters have been injured by the police when covering these conflicts at the front line. More importantly, the hatred between the people and police runs deep. The police are calling protesters cockroaches, and protesters are regarding the police as triads. Indeed, the police have a hard time explaining away the widespread perception of their collusion with the triads at the Yunlong incident on July 21st, when they were absent for 39 minutes while white shirt thugs were beating citizens indiscriminately. And on August 31st, policemen instead of triads were seen violently beating up passengers indiscriminately inside MTR trains. Within the past few weeks, many public spaces, which people would regard as safe havens, such as metro stations, the international airport, shopping malls, and even buses, have been turned into war zones. The sense of security that we used to have has quickly evaporated by the presence of the police chasing after protesters. Instead of trying to resolve the differences through open dialogues and discussions, Carrie Lam chose to hide behind the police force, using them to suppress the movement. She would disappear from the public for days, and each time when she does appear, all she would do is to condemn the violence instigated by the protesters. As a result, violence continued to escalate on both sides. It is a miracle that we have no fatalities at the front line so far, but at least three people were shot in their eyes. The protesters' response to Carrie Lam's message is clear. It's too little, too late. I'm sure that all protests will continue and confrontations will not subside. It's interesting, however, just days ago, Reuters released an audio in which Carrie Lam said she, quote, has to serve two masters by constitution, that is, the Central People's Government and the people of Hong Kong, unquote. And her, quote, political room for maneuvering is very, very, very limited, unquote. Who is giving her such restrictions? Apparently, it is the central government. She even said that, quote, if I have a choice, the first thing is to quit, having made a deep apology is to step down, unquote. It seems that she has completely become a puppet of Beijing, and she couldn't even resign on her own will. 
So just how can Hong Kongers expect a puppet chief executive to protect and implement the one country, two systems rule? Carrie Lam's mission of her inability to make any vital decisions in dealing with the political crisis is a testimony to the death of the one country, two systems. It has become clear that the Beijing regime has tightened their grip way beyond issues concerning national security and foreign relations, policy areas that belong to the one country. The extradition bill and the governance issue that were raised, including police brutality, the incompetence of the SAR government, should fall within the two systems, in which Hong Kong should have a high degree of autonomy. Carrie Lam, in her leaked audio, has admitted that it is not the case. The Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office of the State Department in Beijing has held several press conferences recently, labeling the movement as showing signs of color revolution and it being manipulated by foreign powers. But except for a few diehard pro-China loyalists, few would believe such Chinese communist rhetoric. To deploy the PLLA or to invoke the emergency regulation ordinance would be equal to sentencing Hong Kong to death. It is unclear whether the central government will use such scorched earth strategy to Hong Kong. But everyone knows that it is not a sensible solution. So just how will this end? To me, it's simple. Give us back the one country, two systems and honor the promise of giving Hong Kong a genuine universal suffrage election system, as promised in the basic law. Meet the five demands of the people. Is that too much to ask for? I don't think so. Beijing should stop trying to make Hong Kong a mainland city. Instead, they should allow Hong Kong to continue to thrive as an international city. Let Hong Kongers continue to conduct our way of lives as we have been in an open society that guarantees liberty and the rule of law. There is little doubt that the central government can easily crack down the movement by force. But to do so would only show to the world that the emerging power of China is a threat rather than an opportunity for the advancement of human civilization. Cheers. Fernando.